What's good, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the I-70 Football Show on the Land Grant Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Jordan. I'm here with my co-host, Dante. Dante, how you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Been a long, it was a long day, but I'm good. How you doing, man? I'm all right. I'm in uh, crazy prep mode. I promise I'm not going to say the wedding cash app on this episode. Y'all can find it. <laughs> but we're, we're less than a week away, so just a lot of a lot of minor details. And uh, Tuesday's my last day of class because I'm, oh, nice. I'm I'm not putting off the honeymoon to go to class. Like, what are oh, that's, that's so, ridiculous. Um, yeah, so Tuesday's my last day of class, so I had some homework to finish up. Real busy, but I'm doing good. This is going to be uh, a short episode just because of, uh, you know, all of, all the things going on right now. He got a lot going on. I ain't got nothing going on, but he got a lot going on. Yeah. Actually, I just lied. I actually do have a lot going on. Yeah. I gotta move soon. <laughs> that's that's worse. <laughs> yeah, actually a lot worse. Because at least the wedding, is, like the day of is going to be fun. There's The day of moving is the worst. And then it mm. lasts for like a month. Like you might get a, you might get half of it done, a decent amount of it done that first weekend. But after that, you're literally just living in boxes. For like I'm tr- yeah, truthfully, the first the first few days, I'm probably just going to do my bed and like get some clothes and, and, and like get my bathroom ready because I have to shower. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Other than that, yeah. that's it. the mm. kitchen, man. Yeah. Like, I can order out for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh man. All right. So let's get to it. Let's get to it. We finally have some big news to talk about. Big Ten, big news and Big Ten news at the same time. You can spell it B1G news. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Um. Ooh, the Big boy. Ten finally, yeah, yeah, that's the type of show it's going to be. I'm telling you, it's, <laughs> whew, all right, we starting out, we starting out with the bangers, we starting bangers. out with the, you know, <laughs> <sure> um, <laughs> <laughs> so after, uh, basically, the Big Ten listened to our last podcast, where we told them to do something, and they finally did something, um, about damn time, yeah, the Big Ten finally hired their commissioner, we were, oddly right even though we said it like jokingly and kind of looky like maybe demeaningly we're like oh the big 10 ran the quietest search of all time no they did um <laughs> they successfully ran the quietest search of all time not a rumor not a thing like i didn't even know they were conducting interviews like <laughs> the way the way it was ran they they were just sitting there twirling their thumbs waiting for uh kevin warren to leave like right yeah, right they get for all we knew, they could have promoted from inside. They it could have lasted another six months. Like we knew nothing. Like we was yeah. talking trash, and uh, they, they did it. Yeah, they made sure we didn't know nothing until it was coming out. Literally, Which so I could respect, you know. So yeah, it's actually it's actually funny. Uh, I say this all the time. I listen to podcasts. I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about like the Pac-12 and the ACC, and they talk about like the difference between the SEC and the Big Ten. And this was before the news came out. And one of the things that they said is like the SEC and the Big Ten they don't have leaks. Like the news comes out like the quote unquote leak or the person saying like this is going to happen. It always happens an hour or two before they announce the news. Like the USC UCLA thing that happened, and then a couple hours later, or maybe the next day, they announced it. Like it's never like the ACC and like, oh, especially the Pac-10, 12, because that's what they were talking about. The Pac-12 is like, oh, we're gonna get this media deal done next week. We're gonna get it done in three weeks. It's 
going to be a big deal, this, that, and the third. And then none of this stuff is happening. It's like, there's a whole bunch of leaks in your ship and like nobody's actually on the right track. Nope. And then the Big Ten is like, Crickets, 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 crickets. Boom. It just it just happens. Like when they're ready to talk about it, it happens. And so they had to make sure, you know, they've been having their scandals lately. Well not lately, but they've had a few scandals where you I'm pretty sure they were trying to keep everything on the hush hush. Yes. I mean, but they like kudos to them for being able to do it. So the new Big Ten commissioner, his name is Tony Petiti. I'm guessing oh that's goodness. how you spell it. What? Um, what in the world? He ahead. is uh, of Italian descent and grew oh, up in New York, so oh. he is a member of the mob. Um, what? I'm not letting that go. He's definitely a member of the mob. His dad or grandfather was definitely a member of the mob. Um, you'll you'll see in his uh, practices on how it works. So you know, oh it's going to show out. Uh, Tony Petiti from New York. Um, his dad was a cop, um, so. His dad probably wasn't the member of the mob. He just let the mob get away with a lot of crime. So that's um, a member. Yeah, he was affiliated. Uh, <laughs> he's affiliated. He, he's 60. So, like, his dad was a cop. Like, he's the right age uh, I'm looking at for it. all this of that. Is, like, yeah, it is. But he, if I'm looking at the picture I'm seeing him, I don't know. He don't look like it. Maybe that's stereotypical. I might be a little bit racist. I don't know. But he doesn't look like a monster. Well, he's not. His dad was. Oh, okay. He looked like white yeah. collar crime. <laughs> he looked like he he looked like he's done tax evasion for a minute now. Uh he wasn't. I mean, I mean, some of that stuff was white collar crime. The things that they were doing with the unions and stuff yeah. like that. I oh, mean, true, 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 true. If, if, I'm, I'm, you I'm know just how saying, Donald Trump said he ain't paid taxes in like a decade. Yeah, he if, hasn't if, either. If in his first year or so he comes out and says they're moving the Big Ten headquarters, just know he got some he got some contracts out. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be they're gonna be doing some underbidding. <laughs> the, 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 oh. It's gonna cost ten million dollars, and it's really only gonna cost two. Something's being pocketed. Oh, uh, this man is decorated. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So all right, let's let's get serious. He probably doesn't want us talking about his mob contacts. We'll talk about we'll talk about what he's actually like seriously done in his life. So this is from the actual Big Ten, like whatchamacallit, uh, the actual news release. And then I have another quick thing that I'm going to read out and then we can talk about it because this man is hella decorated. And it's funny. I was low key like talking trash about it. Not not so much in like I didn't think he was a good hire because I don't know anything about him to make any. Um, to make an assumption, it was more so like, why would you hire a TV exec when the TV thing is already done? But then I learned more about him and things, and it kind of makes sense. So, like, we'll yeah. talk about that, like, kind of like our opinion or whatever. I can still see why doing it even when the TV thing is done. What'd you say? I can, I can still see a reason why getting a TV exec at, in while uh, even though you have your TV deal done because there's they're really good marketers. And that'd be like one of the biggest things about the Big Ten is like I don't think they market well. They market Ohio State well. <laughs> Other than that, I, and I still think that's Ohio State in the first place. So. Well, yeah. So you would be right. I think Kevin Warren started doing that better. Yeah. But that's the thing that happens when you have an old, you know, an old school 
college football handshakes. Like, I mean, we already talked about the things that Kevin Warren did, like making a real, like they were made, he essentially made like a marketing department, like a news release, like that kind of gets news releases and things. He had changed a whole bunch of stuff because essentially, like there were people that worked there that like never came into the office, even pre pandemic, like that were just on contract, just making a bunch of money and didn't really do anything because the guy was essentially just, he worked in an age where you look people in the eye, you did handshakes, you helped your friends out and things like that. So the Big Ten's definitely getting better. Right. But to your point, getting another actual businessman makes sense to kind of go off the momentum from Kevin Warren. Right. Because ultimately, this is a business. Yeah. So, okay. So here's the thing. They say, Petiti is a proven leader who brings nearly four decades of sports, business, and media industry acumen to the Big Ten Conference. He served as Deputy Commissioner and Chief Operating Officer of Major League Baseball and President and Chief Executive Officer of MLB Network. He's a 14-time National Sports Emmy Award winner. Um, Petiti has held several executive has held senior executive roles at CBS Sports and ABC Sports, overseeing rights acquisition deals for a variety of sports leagues and collegiate and professional sports events, including the NCAA men's basketball tournament, regular seasons men's basketball, college football, NFL, PGA Tour, the Masters, U.S. Open Championships, and the Little League World Series, as well as, and this is the big one, as well as leading in the creation of the Bowl Championship Series to determine college football's national champion. Well, he got some history with the with college football then too. And that's where we're history. gonna that's where we're gonna start. So a lot of people complain about these other you know commissioners getting hired who have nothing to do with college football. And technically he has nothing to do with college football, but I did some research and I was listening to podcasts and I was doing a lot of things. He's worked very hand in hand with college football his entire career, especially oh, when he was at it. CBS. Yeah. And one of the things that people said at CBS is when he was the director, college football wasn't directly underneath him, but they said he's the first director that we ever had that came in on Saturdays to make sure college football was running right like they said all the executives would come in for the nfl because that's the big thing they would all that's be there on one. sunday yeah. but he's like he would come in and he learned everything about college football he he like when changes happened and things were happening he would be up to date and be able to have conversations he actually followed the sport um he worked with college football execs so I don't, I'm not going to go too deep into this because I don't want to get anything wrong. But essentially, obviously, you know, before the BCS, anyone like they were like, sometimes you would name two or three national champions. It was like you would get one from a certain bowl game or a certain media outlet would crown one, things like that. Right. And then when they went to do the BCS, the Big Ten and a couple other conferences didn't want to do it. Like they didn't want to combine to have one national championship. All the conferences have to agree and be in it. And essentially he went out and the mob, he went out to all of these people and he had conversations and he, you know, uh, bribed some people. He maybe broke a couple arms. No, I'm just playing. Oh but seriously, God. On a serious note, he went out to these conferences and to these execs and to these leaders, and he was able to convince them to sign up for the BCS. Like, this is not a joke. The people who ran the BCS credit him. They say he's the one who went out to all the people. He convinced the Big Ten to get involved. He convinced these other people to, you know, media rights, all this other kind of stuff that has to happen. And then he worked on the media rights aspect of it to getting the games televised and all that kind of stuff. Like that is a major involvement in yeah, college that's, football. That's huge. Um 
And so they um, actually someone that he worked with is the Mike Oresco is the commissioner of the AAC, the American Athletic Conference, where right. Cincinnati and stuff in the more. Okay. And he's really highly respected uh, as a commissioner. And he has literally the same background. Like Petiti was his boss. So it's like I didn't work directly with college football like i wasn't an athletic director but right. in my job i worked heavily with college football i've been involved i understood so it's like he understands he, the sport he, he has a connection with with college right. football and but whatever. he also has the media stuff yeah um he also which you know this is a pretty big thing as well as far as how decorated he is he's one of the people who was able to get the rights back for the cbs because at a certain point early 90s i think cbs didn't have the nfl anymore and like they got the nfl back and he was one of the ones that led that oh wow um like negotiation to get the nfl back on the cbs he got a lot going on for why this makes sense yep so um i think that is like really really uh, it was 1998. It was, so I said early 90s. It was late 90s. It was 1998. Um, some other things that he did, he was a part of creating the Field of Dreams um, game oh, wow. with Major League Baseball because Major League Baseball was boring as hell. Yeah. Um, and so, like, uh, I want to read. Steroid era, maybe. Yeah, I mean, he was there for a long time. Yeah. Like, he, most of his experiences with Major League Baseball and, 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 and the MLB Network. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, so one of the things that he was credited for that I thought was really interesting, and I didn't know this because who watches baseball? Who watches the MLB Network? So, you, okay, you know when Me, you watch, like, I all do. of the – Okay, sure. You know uh, when you watch all of the TV shows now, they all have, like, miniature fields, and they're, like, running routes. They have big boards. They do all this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Supposedly, he was involved in actually kind of the creation of that trend. I guess – one of the things that the MLB network tried to do when they like were created and trying to set themselves apart is they made their set a diamond and they oh. would like go out from behind the desk and they would like field ground balls and do different things, like explain the game, like actually right. doing things, oh, which like, now everyone does. That. Yeah, everyone You'll does go that. out and they're running, they're running routes. Like they're, they're doing all these things on um, the basketball show at Shaq. And like, they're doing like, oh, you know, they're TNT. going to the yeah. big board and different things like that. And supposedly MLB network was the first to do that. And I mean, especially I in the remember NFL. That, actually. I so do remember that. Yeah. that was him. Maybe <clears throat> not his idea, but he was involved, he was involved in, in that. Yeah. Um, Wow, I, I mean, like it, it damn near that's, sounds that's, like anything that happens in sports, he was he might in. he might have been involved in. I mean, forty years worth. I, uh, it's usually in the past forty years has been the uh, uptake of what uh, of watching sports. So it seems to be a part of almost everything. Yeah, so I'm gonna I want to read a couple of quotes. I'm not gonna read a lot. I'm gonna read a couple of quotes that's in this story by CBS. Okay. Okay. So uh, someone says, I spent 12 hours a day with him every day trying to figure out how to bring the NFL back to CBS and how to really make CBS sports the best in terms of production and rights acquisitions. He became and still is my best friend in many ways. I think the Big Ten will really flourish under his leadership. He will be creative. He will be totally inclusive and collaborative with everyone from presidents to chancellors to coaches. That's the kind of person he is. He builds consensus. That's a hell of an endorsement. That's a, yeah. That's a hell of an endorsement. 
This is from Tim Brando, Fox broadcaster, former CBS Sports studio host. I do think this hiring is the wave of the future, and I think it has to be. As Bino Cook used to say, the one thing everyone has in common is the insatiable need for more money. Tony can stand pat with that and sit and wait and allow the the cards to fall however they fall in the Pac-12. Tony's hiring, in my estimation, is a home run. No, we don't have a college football commissioner yet, but here's what I'd hope to see. I would like to see that happen within the construct of Division One. Where they get re- oh, that doesn't matter. That's the rest. Of, that's just his opinion. This is this is the part that matters. <clears throat> in Tony's case, so much is taken care of in the Big Ten, and what he does have, what does he have to do? He's got plenty to do when you think about schedule changes. He's got plenty to do with NIL situation. College football is in dire need of unification in almost every imaginable way. I used yep. to talk all the time about how college football needs a czar. I don't think we will actually have that, but I do think with a guy like Petiti alongside Greg Sankey, who's the SEC commissioner, we have uh, who have to be considered the two most powerful in the room, it's possible. This is where a guy with a Harvard Law degree can be beneficial if the next step of revenue behind the NIL piece of the TV pie when we have a new TV contract, you need that kind of expertise as well. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and so I think that was kind of an older guy rambling a little bit, but it's a, a hell of an endorsement as far as like him thinking, like essentially like implying he could kind of be the czar of college football. Like he thinks he could run the whole thing. He thinks like the big 10 and sec kind of go back and forth a lot. He thinks that he can build consensus with Greg Sankey and like have the within reason, cause there's always going to be differences, but have the sec and the big 10 working together and right. kind of shaping college football and moving the needle on a lot of things. That's not just media. That's what I took from this quote. The thing that I took the most from it is that he thinks that he can do more than just the media stuff. He can do more than just to keep the TV contracts and make things cool. And one That's- of the things we're going to get to <clears throat> Uh, is what we want to see from him. And one of the things that I want to see from him, bro, you got 14 sports Emmys. I make this shit cool. Like, I don't know. I don't know what you're going to do, but like, I want to see some cool broadcasting. I want to see some unique things. Like you got 14 Emmys, dog. Like, I don't know what you're going to do, but like, Bring, bring something, something unique. That's bring like, something that's out of the box for the big Ten. Cause as I look at it, the big Ten is, well, yeah, it's the Midwest. So it's like blue collar type of, it's like a blue t- collar type of conference. You could bring some flash to it, bro. Maybe. Could you? Could I actually? Could you imagine if we got a? Uh, oh my god, what's it? What is it called? I'm gonna lose the name of it. That's crazy. Um, what's the what's the NFL thing that they do uh, before the season, and then they started doing an in season. The where they go behind the scenes with the teams. Oh um um. Yeah. Is it Hard Knocks? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Could you. And I think Hard Knocks is CBS, isn't it? Mm, I thought that was HBO. It is. It is. You're right. It's HBO. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I wasn't trying to credit him with that. I was just saying, like, maybe he had the connections oh, to yeah. But either way, imagine if he brought, like, a Hard Knocks style thing to the Big Ten. That'd be crazy. Like, they're students, so you can't maybe go as in-depth. But, like, that would be, like, that would be dope. Like, some, like increased access like that and and now because you're paying them yeah right they're not exactly employees but because you're paying them you can do some kind of interesting things right like i feel like and i'm not saying he's gonna do that but like that's the kind like you got again you got 14 sports emmys dog like i want to see some shit like that yeah we can see something like that i i I want to see that 
I mean, not everything that they're doing is working, but the Big 12 is, is going to work. But the Big 12 is Boy. trying to be real innovative with stuff. The Big 12 is is partnering with, which, again, this is like some Find a way to get your own game because, day going or something right, like, like that. The, the Big 12 is, is uh, they're, you know, they're, um, mm. what am I trying to say? Dying? They, no, uh, that's the Pac-12. The Big oh, 12 true. partnered with Bathing 8, which... Did they really? Yes, that's a that's little random. out of touch. Yeah, it's very out of but touch. But the idea yeah. is there. I see where so you're like, going, but that's So, like, do weird. that with something that's actually popular. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, you know what I'm saying? That's like, a weird... Like, <laughs> it's a weird way of going about yeah. it. Yeah, so that's, that's... And we'll get to that later. Um, once we kind of get into like what we want to see from him, I just kind of right. brought that up. Um, but yeah, the, a lot of a lot of ringing endorsements for him. And so um, the last thing that I wanted to say, just kind of about his ability. So the Big Ten for the first time is going to have three TV partners. Right. I did openly question why you get a media executive, whatever, but. I don't when see the you problem. Have three t- I, well, I don't either. Yeah. I'm just. It was just a question, just like yeah, you know, what like especially because do. like you have George Klyovkov who's not doing well, and this was before I knew how connected he was with college football. So it's just like you're getting. It just seemed like you're getting another guy who knows nothing about college football. How's he going to manage college right. football? And then I, you know, read and did the research and different things like that, and so now I'm more on board. But one of the benefits of having a TV exec who's also worked at one of these places, CBS, and has worked with some of the people that's at Fox. He has has connections. You're going to be able to, you're going to have the experience. And and he worked in the NFL, which you have to manage multiple, right? Like he was only on one side, but you work with people in the NFL who do have to manage CBS and Fox and ESPN. He's going to have the experience and the ability to keep those relationships and make sure that everybody eats and that games are being done and that there's like a standard, right? Like you don't want CBS's game to be that much better than Fox's game, which is that much better than... Who's that? Uh, who's that? ESPN? uh, NBC. It's not ESPN. It's NBC. NBC, Right? Like Like when you watch the NFL... There are different things, right? They have slightly different like markers and slightly different graphics and things like that. But whether it's on ESPN, whether it's on Amazon, whether it's on Fox, it feels like the NFL. Like they oh. all feel, and that was the biggest thing That's about true. Amazon is making sure it felt like the NFL, and it immediately felt like the NFL. Not that it was perfect, but it immediately felt like an NFL game, and it felt like it was to a level of the other things that you watch. You didn't watch it and be like, "Man, this production sucks." Like, man, this is not like this, that, and the third. And so, his experience, I think, is going to be integral in making sure that when you watch the Big Ten on these other, when you go from watching. Ohio State on NBC to Michigan on Peacock to uh, to Penn State on Big Ten Network to whoever on insert whatever it's going to feel like the Big Ten and it's going to maintain the standard and yeah. that everyone's happy because you don't want NBC to be like ah okay these six years were good but we're not doing this again we're going to back out and then uh, I, I also think uh, that's true and I also think with that experience I, there's also inside connections that he has with CBS and all of them. So I can I think in the future if he uh if he's there for a next uh TV agreement, he can even it, it can be more favorable for the Big 10. Like 
I don't maybe more money or whatever. I'm not sh- completely sure, but I think with the connection with the connections you have, the next TV deal might be uh, a really really amazing for the Big Ten. It might even and push over push the Big Ten over the SEC as in more uh, of a commodity to watch for football. So it's as far as like finances, it's already over the SEC. Well, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not finance. More just like um, I say maybe a more popular, a more um, what's the word I'm trying to look for? A more desired watching experience. So I don't think that'll ever happen. Not so much over the SEC or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Largely because football is like very regional. So like you get a lot of, like. We watch the SEC a little bit, but even still, especially doing this, we watch the Big Ten more. Like, you get people up here who just don't watch the SEC unless it's, like, the biggest game. And you have people in the SEC country who don't watch the Big Ten unless it's the biggest game. I don't think that that is going to change in college football. But Mm -hmm. I do know what you're saying because you do want it to get into more households and things like that. But I think that's going to be one of those things that's always going to stay. Like you're not going to have someone, yeah. you're not going to have someone in Alabama that's like, I'm not going to watch the Alabama game right now. I want to watch see what Ohio State's doing. Right. Oh, so true. Like, that's true. That's true. Um, but like, yeah, I'll give you. But, that. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah, I, I think overall, I think this is a, a cool hire. I, I mean, obviously, he hire. has to be. Yeah, it, that's the way. It's impressive. Now he mm-hmm. has to be able to do the job, and he has to prove people right. But if he does for the Big Ten what he's done seemingly everywhere else i think it would be fine it's gonna be huge yeah. i mean i mean he's had nfl i feel like he, if he's helped the nfl i think taking on the big 10 might be one of the like a side mission <laughs> now <laughs> he's done so much he's completing side missions that's what i'm thinking like this might be a side mission type thing yeah that he it'll probably check off i i, I got some confidence just after reading what he's decorated with i I have some um, really high hopes for Big Ten in the next few years, really. Yeah, and Especially I think with uh, UCLA and USC coming in. Yeah, I think one of the things that most <laughs> excites me, and I'm going to say this, we'll go to break and then we can talk about it more, is that everything that I've read about him talks about how creative he is. Mm. Mm. Like how innovative he is, how he just comes up with ideas and things like that. And I think that's what you need, right? Like to get to your point, even if it's not exactly going to be you know, like, you're not exactly going to be able to get it, someone in Alabama to watch the Big Ten over the SEC, making it more creative and more interesting and more involved is ultimately going to help. It's ultimately going to bring right. in more money. It's going to, it's, it's only going to be for the best, right? You don't want this monotonous kind of thing. You want to be able to stand out. And so a lot of people keep mentioning how creative he is and all these other kind of things. Like I'm, I'm excited to see it. I want to see what's up. I want to see what he does. So um, we'll go to break really quick and then we'll just kind of go back and forth on some things that we want him to do. Some of the things are like very obvious, like he needs to figure out the schedule. Like that needs to happen immediately, but some other kind of like maybe just fun things kind of off the top of our head. And we didn't plan this beforehand. I didn't tell you about it. So, cause I wanted to be kind of like whatever we think of, whether it's possible or not, just something that would be cool and right. creative, like hard knocks for the Big Ten. Like, I mean, that would be dope. Like that would, would be, be that would be so yeah. fun. Um, all right, so we'll be right back after a quick break for the ads. What's good, everybody? Welcome to Land Grant Podcast Network's I Seventy Football Show. As always, I'm your host Jordan. I'm here with my co-host Dante, and we are talking Tony Petiti. Um, like we are breaking Patetti. 
Which well, one sounds more Italian? Pesci. Which is which is Tony Pesci? If it's if it's Pesci, he's absolutely affiliated. <laughs> like like he's in Lacoste. Like like, like, Cause like I'm, I don't I don't <laughs> think I, there's no way <laughs> his last name has Titty in it. Like if it's <laughs> if if it's Pesci, he knows if Michael Jordan's dad owed the mob money. <laughs> 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 hey, he 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 knows who he knows who shot JFK. <laughs> like I'm just saying, I'm just saying. He, he, <laughs> he, he knows what's going on. He, 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 he was knows. the one that gave gave the doctors the order to put the head out on Michael Jackson. That's what he <laughs> I haven't heard that one. I didn't. I haven't heard the Michael Jackson that uh, tied to the mob. Oh no, I don't know. I just <laughs> no. The <laughs> other two, the other two is definitely tied to the mob. I know. <laughs> uh, or but, ooh, 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 he was definitely part of the. Uh, he was part of. He was like one of the bookies, or he knows the bookies for the. Uh, when the rest was putting in uh, bets for NBA games and shit hey, and rigging hey. games. <laughs> Speaking of, I was just watching this video on TikTok of this guy who snitched, and so now he can just talk about things, but he was, like, right. one of the highest earners and stuff. And he literally broke down how he got players to uh, to to uh, to do the games, to, uh, wow. to do the games. So basically this is what he would say, right? He would have – these people, right? These lower level, because he's a higher level guy. He'd have these lower level people that's working with these athletes. And they would come to him and they'd be like, hey, um, such and such is in me, into me for 50 bands, for 100 bands. And he's like, so? Because, you know, most time you get that, they break in legs. He's like, so? Let them get into you for 500 bands. And when he gets in for 500 bands, bring them to me. Oh, so, boom, oh boom, 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 boom. 500 bands hits. They bring them to him. He's like, listen, you didn't know this. But that's my money you was messing with. You thought it was this low-level dude. Nah, that's my money. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to help you out. I like you. I'm going to help you out. You pay me, they call it points, but, like, you pay me points each week. Every Friday, you give me 4000 5000 whatever the number is, right? Right. Till you pay off the debt. So they agree to it, cool, whatever, whatever. And then he's like, they don't know that I know that they're still gambling with other people. And they don't know that the other people still work for me. So then when they get in, when they stop being consistent on their payments each week and they're in hole with someone else, I bring them back to me. And it's like, now you owe me a mill. So what you're going to do is throw the game. And that's going to, and that is how you're going to pay your debt off to me. I'm going to make the money back because I'm going to bet boom, 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 and right. you're going to go down in the third round, or you're going to this, that, and the third, whatever, whatever. It's crazy. Yeah. That's nuts. The sports so, world was probably, I, that's why boxing died. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Boxing is the boxing is the easiest sport to to uh, yeah. to throw. Yeah. You know how hard it is to throw a football game? Yes, yeah, Because there's so many people, like, that's why with the baseball, when it happened with the, um, the White Sox or whoever it was, yeah. it was multiple people on the team. Because one person, unless it's the, like the pitcher could maybe throw the game a little bit, a but little. like, like the first baseman can't do that much to throw the game, right? Like, you know, like the outfielder can't do that much. Like how many balls are you going to get that you can just like drop to allow a run, right? So right. 
But yeah. boxing, that's one on one. Go down in the fourth, bro, and don't get up. <laughs> like right now, stop playing right with me. Okay. You want me? You want me a meal, bro? Like I'm getting that back, or I'm gonna get it in blood. Which one? You want to? You want to lose? Or you want to lose some fingers? <laughs> you want to lose? So because either way, somebody lose. Or something. I'm, I'm leaving with something. Yeah, I'm from around the way. I'm leaving here with something. <laughs> Uh, so aside from him uh, throwing games um, and and uh, taking and breaking arms, that's not what we want the new commissioner to be doing. What are what are some things or what is something we can go maybe one for one? What's something? Well, let, okay, let's get let's get this one out the way first because we just know he needs to do it. I already mentioned it. The schedule needs to come out. I've I've wrote a couple articles on it. A bunch of other people wrote articles on it. People have been saying all these things. We need. And this is probably going to be easy for him. He probably just has to green light it because there's no way they haven't been working on it without him. We just need them to drop who the permanent opponents are, what the official thing is. They need to let us know, like, is this permanent, permanent, or are they open to, you know, it switching a little bit? Or, like, are they open to it changing every four years? So, like, Ohio State, Michigan's always permanent, but, like, for four years, it's Ohio State, USC, and then the next four years is Ohio State, Penn State. Like, that we need to know that information, and we need to start getting the schedule for the next couple of years. So that's priority number one. And they may not have it a hundred percent, but they're pretty close to it. They have to be because they've been working on it for a while. They've had multiple meetings, and that's a decision that takes all twelve presidents. Well, it's fourteen, but it's really sixteen. Right. That's the decision that takes all 16 presidents. So you don't really need the commissioner for that. Like the commissioner is not doing that 1v1. Like he's not doing that on his own. So they've definitely been working on it. I think he just kind of needs to get caught up to speed, finalize it, and like what the commissioner is going to do is set a date. Like y'all been talking about this for months. This is when it's due. Figure it out so we can get it out. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's, that's thing number one. Priority number one, he needs to get that out the way. So outside of that, which is just kind of procedural, we already know that's coming. Is there anything off the top of your head that you think, like, he needs to do or you want him to do, you think would be interesting? Like Top of my head, because I, I didn't even, I haven't thought about this. Like, what could be, what could be new to fix the Big Ten? I, my one thing would be, like, forcing schools to get rid of coaches after a Thank summer. you. <laughs> I, please note, at 34 minutes and 23 seconds, Dante mentioned firing coaches. It was not me. I'm innocent. I'm beating the charges. I ain't yeah. mentioned firing coaches in a while. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the, that's, that would probably be my biggest thing because just after a while, I have to be like, look, you're bring- this hire is bringing down the overall product of the Big Ten. Let them go, or we kick you out as a whole school. Yeah, and, like, the SEC doesn't do this entirely. Like, they don't have full control. But essentially, the SEC has a little bit of control. Like, you can't just hire certain coaches. Like, certain uh, certain coaches kind of get blackballed a little bit and things like that. Like, he needs yeah. to put his foot down. He needs to go to Iowa and be like, y'all have too many scandals. Y'all have too many things going on. Mm-hmm. You got sexual discrimination. You got racial Listen, discrimination. They got. You they got. Don't have they a, got, you got nepotism. They got homie out of Penn State with the quickness, and I think I. Every time I think about that story, I think he did. Maybe not as much as he could, but he did some. He let people know what was going on. So like, 
if that's the case, we Iowa should have got so like, they, they should be gone. Yeah, so it's like I think I'm, like let's go talk to Northwestern. Like, hey, what the fuck? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, so I again, Dante said it, not me, I but mean, I stamp it. I fully agree because I was probably gonna say it. I just yeah. want to let y'all know that I didn't say it. That, you know, hey, I'll. I'll I'll own up to it. <laughs> Guilty as charged. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm beating the charges. So, yeah, I think that's good. Like, I, again, like, you're right. You can't just go to them and be like, hey, fire your coach. You can yeah, apply no, some no, pressure. No, you no, can no, set no. a standard. Yeah. You can... There has to be a standard. That that would probably be the best way to, to uh, describe it. There has to be a standard set to where it's like at some point you're like, hey, y'all, y'all not meeting the requirements. Yeah, like, and this is starting to make us look bad, dog. Yeah, like, making, yeah. So, because at, at some point, if Northwestern keeps looking like this, and Iowa keeps looking like what they what they keep putting out the pitiful offenses that we see, or like Nebraska keeps being like that, it's like at some point, like, guys, we're, we got to be better than this. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for me. Uh, and this is also another – this kind of cheating is another thing that, like, has to happen. But, like, the Big Ten needs a loud voice in the room when it comes to the playoff expansion. I know they agreed to it, but when it comes to the media deal and, like, things like where the games are played and when and the calendar. And there's just, like, a lot of things that are happening right now that, like, I think I personally – think the the calendar when you do the new playoff the calendar needs to be moved up so start college football a week earlier and 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 things like that like i i think that the big 10 needs to be kind of heavy in those things and they keep talking about how he's creative and things like that well some of these things are going to need creative solutions also he's tied to a partnership so this doesn't affect me at all but he needs to make sure that fox is in on the college football playoff like Again, it doesn't affect me. I personally don't necessarily care if he does it, but that is something that he needs to do in his role. He needs to make sure that Fox gets in on the college football playoff, that they don't just sell it to ESPN for all the rights again. And he needs to be involved in in using this creativity, this innovation that people keep talking about to fix the college football calendar, to fix recruiting. Um, And I'm not talking about NIL. I like NIL, but like to fix like, the calendars is really a big thing, right? Because, like, like people always talk about why are these coaches getting fired so early? Well, they're getting fired so early because the signing day is now in December, and so you need a coach for signing day. Otherwise, you waste a whole year. So you fire your coach now in October so that the new coach can come in by November and can start recruiting to hopefully save the class by December. Well, you could fix that by changing the signing day. Yeah. By May, I think early signing day should be in August before the season starts because the kids who know that they're going there and they know that that's what they want to do, they can commit. And then they have their whole senior year where they don't have any worries. They don't have to be worried about coaches. Coaches don't have to worry. Like you can finish out the season and then you go back to the February one because like from December to February, not that much changes. Mm. August to February, like that gives you more time to re-recruit people. You see what your class looks like. You can get some, you get some new people in, you get the people like, but like, you know, those best players, those top players that know where they're going, like, or like for Ohio, all those Ohio kids that you know, you're going to Ohio State, all those Bama kids, you know, are going to Bama, all those, well, there's not that many Michigan kids, but there has been the last 
couple of classes. Like those Michigan kids that you know is going there or whatever, like let them sign, let them have their senior year without being bothered by coaches, without flipping and that kind of stuff. I think it makes it better for the player. And I think it makes it better for the coaches. It fixes some things with the hiring and firing cycle, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So like things like that, right? Like that's my opinion. Maybe he doesn't feel that way, but like he just needs to be a voice and be involved and help come up with innovative solutions because that's where college football is. You need those kind of innovative solutions right now. I'm not mad at that. I can see that. I don't know if I can think of anything else off the top of my head. I'm trying to think of something that might be fan friendly, but I can't think of nothing. But yeah, I think like as far as fan friendly, like a Big Ten Combine, like what's uh, that's not a new thing. The Big Twelve is doing that, but like doing yeah. a Big Ten Combine, doing like do something at like changing media days a little bit, like something where you can kind of get all the coaches and and thing like yeah. uh, a a Big Ten coaching clinic, right? Like yeah, like do like according to the thing, he's big at building cohesion and consensus and things like that. Do some like you don't got to do a lot. I understand that these coaches are still competitors and things like that, but some right. fan centric Big Ten things like you know and ultimately whatever it is just well, something do, that sets you could do with the uh what the nfl does when they have their coaching the coaching get together and they take the picture and stuff like that you could do something like that yeah um yeah I, I just think i think that would be cool um but yeah i think yeah something i, I can't think of it um I think the hard knocks type thing would be yeah, the best that fan was, centric yeah, that thing. Was, that was the only um, thing. But yeah, something for the fans, something that, and, and whatever it is, just something that sets the Big Ten apart. Right. Something that when yeah. you think of it, you think of the Big Ten. Because at this point, until other people copy it, when you think of the Big Twelve, you're going to think of bathing ape, which, ugh, but you're going to think so about random. their combined. You're going to think about their their combined. Uh, you're going to think about their combined combine like that is so smart that is really help that really helps the small schools that helps local players who are at the big schools it saves money it saves travel it saves time they 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 uh partnered with the nfl for it like True. that's just a really smart thing so first of all i do think they need to copy that like i get being innovative but y'all just need to go ahead copy that for one like give credit where credit's due but i think every league should do that and then something that is like the Big Ten did this. Like that is obviously we have the three team deal and that more NFL type deal. Like that, you're, when you think of the Big Ten, you're gonna think of that. Like that's going all in linear, that kind of stuff. Like I think that's really cool. I think that's innovative. When you think of the Big Ten, you think of the Big Ten Network because they do their network the best, and they were the first one to have one. The Big Ten does have things that makes it stand apart, yeah. but like there's nothing wrong with more as long as it's effective and not just like throwing crap at the wall. But like. Right. There's nothing wrong with more. Like you got a foundation, like but you can keep building. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm not um, nothing else, though. Not off the top of my head. Yeah, for sure. And then ultimately, like, this is not single-handedly him, but I do think, like, you know, setting a standard, getting coaches out, money, things like that. The Big Ten needs to start winning, man. Like, we're good at every sport, but we need we need the Big Ten to start winning some national championships in football and basketball. I mean, like, I mean, shout out to LSU. I was rooting for LSU. I ain't going to lie. But yeah. we had all these Big Ten teams in the women's basketball tournament. The Big Ten team didn't win. We had all these Big Ten teams in the men's basketball tournament. The Big Ten teams didn't win. I know that's not solely on the commissioner. Yeah. That's not – but, like – Whatever you can do to kind of, you can make it up more appealing. It, right? You know, whatever you can, you can do to kind of 
make it more appealing. The same, whatever, the same mystique, North Carolina and um, Syracuse and Kentucky and Kansas, all those, yeah. Duke, all those schools have at least, and that's just in the book or uh, yeah. Connecticut. Um, just the, uh, not Connecticut, but, um, yeah. Is that Connecticut for the women's? UConn, yeah. UConn, yeah. Yeah. So, like, whatever the mystique is for at least basketball, you find that, or for baseball and softball, you the same mystique as Oklahoma, t- Tennessee, Texas, those those schools. And you can yeah. try to bring it for those sports. I know we're really good at wrestling. Yeah. I mean, we're, like, we're good at a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It's just we haven't always won national championships and things. Like, they have a they have a sports cup, and we're winning it this year. Like, the Big Ten's winning it. Okay. Or is it Ohio State? Is that for conference or school? It might be conference. I don't remember. Either way, the last thing that I have is I think they need to get unique in NIL, and there needs to be a conference-based NIL. So, actually, here's hmm. the exa- here's the thing that I had. This is the thought that I had. Pay the winners of awards from the conference. So oh. if you win Big Ten Player of the Year, because when you win the Heisman, you get a check. People don't always remember that because they don't advertise it. But when you win the Heisman, you get a check. I did not know that. You do. So, But because you couldn't play college athletes, they put it in a trust and you got it when you graduated. Right. Now I'm wondering if they just get it now because they can, but you get a check. I think that would be really cool because you like they can't do anything, everything with NIL space, but I think that's something that would set them apart. Give them a check. If you win player of the year, you get bank. If you if you win linebacker of the year, you get X. If you win this, if you win softball player of the year, you win basketball player of the year, whatever it is, like you get a check. Like I think that would set the Big Ten apart. That's supporting of NIL, that's giving money to players. Like that I think different. that would be really cool. And then like you could however you do it, like maybe it's the maybe it's the 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 athlete of the year, right? Maybe it's the the person who won the best the player of the year in each sport or whatever they get like a year kind of sponsorship deal where they like come to big 10 events or they travel a little bit when they're out of season and things like oh, that. And you cool. pay it for them. That'd so like CJ cool. Stroud, he won player of the year. CJ Stroud is now a big 10 athlete for a year and he's getting X money and he's going to, that's where you get the fan thing. You do this thing and like you get to meet CJ Stroud and you get to meet Caitlin Clark and you get to meet like these, you know, the people who win these kind of awards, like something like, or you at least are runner ups too, like if you're right. Heisman runner up or something, something like that, like that right? Yeah. Like if if you win, like if you get all American, if your first team, yeah. if your first team all American, you get bank because like you get boom and so whatever because that's helping the conference, but it's paying players and you can't. The, I think conferences, I think you should just pay players, right? right. But they're not going to do that, not for a while. So this is an innovative way to get more money to the players, but also set the conference apart. Yeah, and it can also open up the idea of giving players money for playing. It can, yeah. it can, it can loosen that grip. So, yeah. I mean, hopefully he listens to this. Uh, maybe maybe hopefully not because he might put a hit out on us for telling his, uh, his state <laughs> secrets. But uh, maybe he'll do a fan forum or something. We can throw that idea out there. I think it would be really cool. Yeah, I think the players deserve cool. it. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of awards that I mean, and every I mean I know it's professional sports, but in all the other sports, when you win awards, you get money. So, true. Um, my, I think that'd be well. dope. That'd be dope. Well. Nil is inevitable. Like you exactly. can't really, yeah, can't go yeah. backwards now. Yeah. So, and that would definitely set us apart. And I, there's a lot of places that wouldn't have the money to immediately follow that. So no. that would be very Big Ten specific for a minute, right? So yeah, only I can um, only think of one school. <laughs> 
And not like yeah. but one contract. And I don't know that they'd want to do it. So Oh god um, no. Yeah. Mm-mm. All right, any final thoughts? No, but thank God they got it done. Yeah, yep. So the Big Ten finally has a commissioner. Uh, we will see how it goes. We will obviously be grading him. Um, not like us personally, but like, you know, we'll be grading him. We'll be seeing the moves. We'll be listening to talk and different things like that and see what he comes up with. But it is done. He has been named, and that is one thing that we don't have to talk about no more, which means we're going to talk about it a lot. but all right y'all as always thanks for checking in thanks for listening um i don't know when we'll have another episode it it at least won't be for at least a week or two one two at least two weeks but it possibly three because i think when i come back i have to take my little brother to a recruiting visit that sunday it's at, at minimum two weeks. At minimum, okay. we will not be here for two weeks. I don't know when we're coming back, but we will be back. We will be back. But as always, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being a part of the i7 Football Show, and we will catch you next time. <laughs>